0: Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the Geo Podcast. And in this episode we're going to be talking about mineral colour and mineral streak and how we use those things to help us identify minerals in our collections. It is probably the colour of minerals that makes most people get enthusiastic about mineral collecting. There is nothing nicer than having a bright blue mineral or a bright red mineral or a bright green mineral in your collection. And yet, colour is a really, really bad thing to go by when you are trying to identify minerals. That said, we're going to talk about the colour of minerals and what makes minerals their different colours but we are also going to talk about a far more important mineral identification technique, and that is to look at streak. But first, let's talk about mineral colour. So minerals get their colour based on their crystal structure, their crystal structure containing whatever atoms are required to form that mineral. In some cases, the crystal structure provides a colour that's constant every single time. And yet in other cases, the crystal structure allows impurities in that can change the colour of a mineral depending on what impurities and how much of that impurity exists within the crystal structure. And I know that might sound technical, but, you know, we can take all the minerals that we find on the planet and we can divide them up into three different types of minerals based on the colors that they show. The first group of those minerals are called idiochromatic, and that means that they are self-colored, so the color is predictable and it doesn't matter what changes take place within the crystal structure of those minerals, they will always be the same color. And azurite and malachite are two copper minerals that always show the same color no matter what azurite a blue color and malachite a green color and while azurite malachite and other idiochromatic minerals might be reasonably common the vast majority of minerals are not idiochromatic but they are allochromatic allochromatic minerals allo means other chromatic meaning colors can change the way they appear color wise depending on Trace compounds that occur in the mineral structure. And the classic example of this is the mineral quartz. In its purest form, quartz is clear. It's colourless, if you like. And yet, when trace elements appear in the crystal structure of quartz, we can change its colour. We can change it from clear to smoky. We can change it from clear to a yellow colour and even to a pink colour with pink quartz. And all of these colour changes occur because of these other elements that occur within the crystal structure. So considering that the vast majority of minerals on Earth fall into the allochromatic group, that means that using colour alone is a really bad identification method. What you really need to do is use multiple mineral properties to secure a really accurate identification. And yet most of us, even including me, have a tendency to jump to a conclusion based on colour. So imagine you're out in the field and you're digging in some deposit and you come across a green crystal. Now, automatically you might think that the green crystal is an emerald, but it could also be a green sapphire And it also could be green tourmaline. So just because it's green doesn't give you a good identification. But at least recognising that it's green might narrow down your identification pool of minerals and then you can use other tests to work out what the mineral really is. But again, I can't stress enough that colour alone is a bad way to identify minerals. And that leads me to another property that's somewhat related to colour and involves colour, and that is the property of streak. In its simplest explanation, streak is the colour of the powdered mineral, which in some cases can be considerably different from the colour of the mineral itself. The best example of using streak ...to narrow down minerals takes place when people are out looking for gold. The powdered colour of gold is gold. And yet the most common mineral that is mistaken for gold... ...fool's gold, pyrite. When you powder pyrite up, the colour of the powdered mineral is black. So a great use of streak in the identification... ...is if you find something that looks like gold powder the mineral up and we'll talk about how to do that in a minute but gold will maintain its gold color in powder form whereas the vast majority of things that people mistake as gold will not be gold in color pyrite fool's gold will be black chalco pyrite which is a similar goldy looking mineral will be a greenish gray color etc So how do you best see what the colour of a powdered mineral is? And that's where a streak plate comes into play. A streak plate is really an unglazed tile. And the best way to get one of these is to go to your hardware store and look at a place where they sell kitchen tiles and bathroom tiles and buy a tile that is unglazed on its bottom surface the wider tile you can get the better and sometimes you can even find tiles that are actually black all the way through and therefore you can use the black back of the tile that is unglazed also as a black streak plate but at least having a white streak plate in your mineral id kit is a great step forward Now, as usual, you can purchase street plates on Amazon and online, and I'll put a link in the notes for this podcast of where you can pick one of those up, but again, go to your local box store, hardware store, and you normally, for a dollar or so, can pick up a kitchen tile or a bathroom tile that's white through and unglazed on the back, and they are perfect then the process of finding the streak is to scratch your mineral on that unglazed surface. Now the tile itself will have a hardness around about that of quartz and therefore the vast majority of minerals you will be able to scratch the tile and it will leave the powdered residue of the mineral that you can check its streak colour. Obviously some minerals are going to be harder than that and they will actually scratch the tile. So you'll need to look closely at the tile to see whether the mineral that you are testing is actually scratching a groove in the tile. So you are not just looking at the powdered remnant of the tile but you're looking at the powdered mineral. For minerals that are harder than your streak plate you're going to need to use some other properties to do a positive identification. So there are tons of mineral identification books that are out there, and they will normally place minerals into some sort of classification order based on maybe hardness, and then maybe colour, but absolutely they will use streak. So I hope that explains fairly simply the difference between using colour as a way to try to identify minerals, and using streak as a way to help you identify minerals, and that next time you go and look at a specimen you've collected you'll be maybe a little more suspicious about identifying it just by color alone and that you will use streak as another property to help you identify the mineral and you go out and buy yourself a streak plate to add to your mineral ID toolkit. As always I will create some podcast notes for this episode including a link to where you can buy street plates on amazon and you will find those notes on the geo etc website so that's g-e-o-e-t-c and look for the geo podcast section in the navigation and you will find this episode listed there as well as the other episodes that we have recorded and as always i encourage you to have a good look around the site and find snippets of information about earth science field trips that we run every year to visit places like Hawaii and Iceland and even recommendations of equipment that you can buy to take into the field so for now that's it from the geo podcast and as always keep on rocking.